Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Check, check, check. What up, world? This is the man with the plan, Burt McGurk, a.k.a. PR, the king of hearts. You are now tuned in to Clocking Out, the podcast you listen to when you need to get motivated and inspired to doing bigger and better things. What is going on, everybody? How you doing? How you living? How you been? Sorry, running a little late. Had to let the dog out. Put this down a little bit. It's a little too retro right now. <laughs> um, but yes, I want to thank everybody who's been showing love and support, who's been following. Um, I need to change this thing up here. We definitely crushed that. I'm trying to reach 20 now. Every week, I'm going to try to set a little a little goal for, for the podcast live stream and see if we can reach a, a good number. Um, not that the numbers matter, but, you know, of course, more eyes means more people talking about things and more networking and connecting and building and stuff. And that's what I really would like to do. Um, a lot of crazy stuff happened today in the NFT space. And I wanted to talk about that. Um, I've been spending the last couple days jumping in and out of so many Twitter spaces trying to learn um, as much as I can. One, to better inform other people, you guys who listen, uh, from the people who check out the live stream to the people who listen to the podcast. And uh, hey, what's going on? Thank you for tuning in. And... Um, Basically, what I wanted to talk about was what happened today. Some, a lot of crazy stuff happened today. And it was like all dropped out of nowhere. At least people like to say or think it was dropped out of nowhere. I was told something like this was going to happen, but last month. And I was told by somebody who, I'm assuming it's two people that run the account. I don't want to say what the account is, but, uh. They give me like the scoop of all the freaking things when it comes to NFTs and the, the when it comes to related as far as um, OpenSea. The, every time they mention certain changes or updates or whatever, they, they haven't been wrong. But it's just like I'll hear something about it or they'll mention it in a conversation and then it comes up like a month or two later or some shit like that. But they haven't been wrong. And so I was told due to... This is a, a thought. This is the way they made it seem. But due to the whole Biden administration setting up. Um, before I get to that, let, let me just explain what happened. So today, everybody woke up. And if you are into NFTs or have an NFT project or we're thinking about starting one or we're thinking about minting some today or whatever the case may be, everyone runs to OpenSea. Just no different than when. You have a question or something and we all run to Google, you know, that's like our first instinct is Google or if we don't know how to do something, we run to, to YouTube or whatever it is. It's been changing lately, but that that's that's the norm. So everyone who does stuff on NFTs, the most popular platform right now to buy, purchase, trade and etc. NFTs right now is OpenSea. Um, there are others, but still being that that's the most popular one. Um, everyone woke up today and we're trying to mint or we're trying to upload their new collection or their first collection or whatever or have you. And what happened was they couldn't OpenSea decided to just say, nope. And they started limiting people. They started telling people that they can only have five collections and in each collection, they can have a limit of 50 pieces each. 
So that kind of messed up a lot of stuff for a lot of people, whether it's that they had a huge project that they put many hours into that they, you know, hyped up and they had a following and they had all these people curious about it. And now it's limited to 50 pieces or people who had planned to further extend or expand their already existing projects. So they basically limited all this stuff. They limited minting also. So everyone basically banked on open sea for whatever whether you were trying to look for investing and buying and flipping and or just starting a new project or whatever it was it basically gave you a limit and what this reminded me of which is why i believe this happened this reminded me of no different if anyone remembers back last year or so there was a similar situation that happened with uh, the stock market. Basically, people who were on Robinhood were trying to purchase certain stocks at certain times because everyone online was hyping them up and it was driving the value up. So everyone was trying to pump up these lower valued stocks, get in low and, you know, help them out, apparently make some money, make a flip and just disrupt the whole stock market at that time. So. What happened was everyone was rushing to go buy AMC stock for the movie theater because it was lower GameStop uh, stock. And that's like a tongue twister. GameStop stock and uh, pump it up online and, you know, buy it low and sell high or whatever. And they started limiting how many stocks or how much or what time people were able to buy these stocks. So people got upset. They're like, what are you doing? So what happened was is apparently they gave the excuse or the reason that. The federal government was telling them that people were banking too much on these stocks and they were making too much of a profit or it was disrupting things too much where it was causing other people to lose a lot of money. That was actually the case, but they used other words, of course. And they had to cover their own ass by basically limiting people from making high risks in the stock exchange when really that's none of their fucking business. But that's the reason they say apparently is why they stopped and they changed things. Meanwhile, it was just a lot of people were upset that this application that everyone had easy access to was letting anyone make this money, make these decisions real quick and just, like I said, disrupt the stock market and mess up a lot of things for people who banked on certain stocks to crash. So I feel like this is somewhat similar to that because I heard about people mentioning that places like OpenSea were going to make drastic changes overnight. And again, I thought this would happen a lot sooner because the... The whole mention of Biden, which is why I mentioned it early, the Biden administration has uh, they initiated a action for the Federal Reserve or the central bank or something like that to basically have uh, a system in place to better assess the risk and reward or the yeah the risk and reward or however you want to word it of cryptocurrency. They wanted to start with Bitcoin, basically they're trying to find a way to. I don't know what you monitor it or whatever. So have you, and I'm pretty sure it sounds no different than the whole situation with the whole stock market to me in my eyes, because right now this really makes no fucking sense for a place like OpenSea, which is making so much money off of all these projects, of course, because they're huge. They're, they're making a lot of money off of this. So this, in my opinion, is counterintuitive to what they're trying to do by doing some, this is, to me, it makes no sense. It's stupid. I get that a lot of people feel this is going to, like, you know, weed out the people who are trying to do temporary projects and rug pull. 
and, you know, hype stuff up and then get this money and then leave. It sounds like it's going to I don't know if this is a permanent thing. I don't know. They're claiming that apparently this is a decision that was made based off of the people in the community that they spoke to and they were listening to what they wanted. But yet, if you check Twitter and you check a lot of other social media sites that are talking about this, not one person seems to be on board with this. A lot of people seem to be very bothered at the fact that they are now limiting artists and creatives from posting up a certain number of projects and collections as well as pieces to those collections and like i said it doesn't make any sense so i believe like that whole biden um action that they're trying to do with the federal reserve or the central bank where they're trying to find a way i guess not to monetize or they're trying to track crypto i don't know how they plan on doing it like this but i'm pretty sure because such places like OpenSea are making such a profit it's putting them in the eyes of the federal reserve or the central banks and it's basically making a lot of profit making a lot of people rich and then there's also the situation where you have to look at it where there's fraud in the sense of people complaining that they purchased what they thought was a real uh board yacht ape club fucking project that's under it or sistered it or whatever the hell you want to call it and then it comes out that that was just a hyped up project for like a month and then the creators just delete everything and run away with the money and then, of course, they contact OpenSea and they complain about this and that and they want OpenSea to fix it or give them the money back or give them an NFT worth the same, like all this crazy stuff. And they can't do that. That's not how it works. You know, it's it's on you. You have to do your due diligence like everyone keeps saying and research the stuff yourself to really know what the hell you're getting yourself into. Now, that leads me into the next thing, which is a lot of projects that ended up getting rug pulled from what i seen that were small that made it seem big and a lot of other ones that seem very 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 suspicious um i'm not gonna name any because i it's just they're all up in the air right now but i'm pretty sure if you're in the space and you're on the the twitter spaces and everything i'm pretty sure you've seen it all but a lot of people are concerned about all these projects that are getting hyped up and it seems like they have fake communities or bots or whatever. And they're having all these people get tricked into thinking, you know, let's all just ride it out here. This is going to be the next Board 8 Yops Club. This is going to be the next Doodle. This is going to be the next. And they, they're basically mimicking all these other things. And they're doing a lot of things that seem very suspicious. You go onto their accounts. They really don't have that many social media accounts put up. They only have a few. Then when you go to those few, it's like the same number of followers is literally just the amount that they have of pieces that they have in their collection and then there's other things where people go into those creatives the the main creator of the project's wallet and they see that before the mint even happened they have around four five six hundred of their own art pieces minted and then there's also the complaint of people saying that because of that they get told that they're going to be on the whitelist and then it seems as if the whole project gets sold out meanwhile the main creator has the fucking all the mints and a, a secret wallet apparently this is it seems like it's a crazy thing but this is stuff that's been floating around on twitter they're showing screenshots of creators in their wallets and how it's connected people are actually like i've mentioned in a couple twitter spaces it's not that hard that when you get into a twitter space and you look at the hosts and you see how many if you really want to see if they would know what they're talking about or they have enough experience enough experience in it you click on their, their profile, you go to their links, I'm pretty sure somewhere, if they're talking about NFTs, they have somewhere where you can get access to their wallet. And you look at their wallet, like, at least to look at it, because you can look at everyone's wallet as far as what they have, especially if they're on OpenSea. You go to their collection, you can look at it, you go down to the transactions when they bought it, you click on it, and it'll show you. You can look at it and see just by that how many transactions, how many NFTs, or how many 
um, exchanges they've done in that space to know if they're experienced enough and put in enough hours as far as trading, buying, selling or whatever, or making offers or bids and all that crap, if they've actually done it enough to get advice from them, right? So what happens is that a lot of these people started digging around just to see how liable they are or how reliable they are on information to know if it's worth actually listening to these people. They started finding out that there was some crazy fishy stuff going on so i started like i said i've been like a fly on the wall jumping from room to room in the twitter spaces and i've just been listening i've been writing notes like crazy and then i start paying attention one how the rooms are being run who's running the room why is it that people are choosing to follow this room what's the difference between the twitter spaces of 300 and something listeners compared to 20 or three or four like i've literally for the past couple days that's all i've been doing all i've been doing and it's on my my over here on the clocking out um, Twitter account because I'm trying to build it up. I'm trying to learn and I figure if I'm going to learn on this account, I'm going to I follow anybody and everybody that I see is active, willing to talk and conversate. If I can find a way to connect with them better, I'm going to do it. But like I said, my personal account, I've just been using just to just basically just put out stuff and test it, see what's good, what isn't. But as far as the clocking out thing, being that I want that to be related more of people who are more connecting and communicating with each other and networking as far as giving each other information related on their experiences, good or bad, I want to make sure that they don't look at it and think it's something they're going to waste their time. So it's like I've been following everyone who has a project, everyone who's starting a project, anyone who I see has been more active in the Twitter spaces, learning, asking questions. I've learned the hard way what rooms to avoid, what rooms to stay in. Like you can tell after a little bit by the way they start talking to one another and how they start talking to people how, who they have come on stage to speak or whatever that you can kind of get the vibe if this person's really trying to be informative and help other people. Or if they're just doing it because they're trying to just be like, it's like the whole clubhouse wave. You remember how everyone had a fucking clubhouse shit going on and you would get in there and it'd be like so many people. And then you started realizing it was just real repetitive crap. Like they wouldn't really say anything besides the shit you heard on TikTok and all the little reels and they started dying down. Now no one really goes on clubhouse unless you have a specific group. Now it's everything's literally been becoming community based. If you don't have a community that really talks and conversates with each other, this whole thing of starting a random room and just talking out your ass about some shit you don't know about and hoping people just listen and follow and buy whatever the fuck. The reason a lot of people are faking the funk and doing that they want to be like uh, content creators where they're just promoting stuff, where they see that they have a bunch of followers and they see an NFT project that they really don't care about or they don't care what the utilities are, if it even has utilities or a roadmap or if it's based on something real. They just look at it like, all right, they're willing to pay me so, such and such just to speak about it for an hour on a Twitch thing because I get 300 people to come in a room, 100 people to come in a the room. They're going to do it. And then they're going to act like they support it. As soon as it starts going up, they're dumping it. It sounds like I'm making this up or it sounds like a crazy idea or whatever, but this is exactly what I've been seeing and hearing. Like I said, in the Twitter spaces, I'm looking down like you guys know what I'm looking at <laughs> that look weird. But um, and I'm just taking notes and I'm trying to learn like, all right, everyone who's coming in these spaces is either coming for one or two things. One day they're trying to learn or two, they're trying to flex and be like, look at what I got. Look at what I know. You don't know nothing. I'm better than you type stuff like that's it's like a, a hit or miss if you get into one of those rooms. But a lot of them are actually helping each other. And a lot of them, surprising or not, are the small rooms. The rooms with the smaller listeners are the ones where one, you get more of an opportunity to really talk and ask your question compared to being in a big room of like 100, 200, 300 people where you literally don't get a chance to speak 
or if you have a question, someone will ask it, but it's like they run through it real quick where it doesn't, you don't really get enough information. And then you kind of get scolded for asking the question again or not being as informed as everybody else. Like I've noticed that it, a lot of them just do it just to say they're doing a Twitter space, but they really don't care or put too much thought into giving knowledge and actually helping the people that are there for help a lot of them go there they're not good at speaking or they're shy they really can't get their question across and instead of them trying to help them they get frustrated and kick them off the stage and be like oh like it's kind of embarrassing and like the more and more i looked at it i started taking notes of what rooms to avoid under what titles and what little symbol like they kind of stick to the same thing and repetitive shit thinking that okay last room i put this stuff up it's going to attract the same amount of people and they're going to come but really they're not doing anything and then for a while you just sit there hearing them have these personal conversations with each other and not be informative now the only reason i'm saying this i'm not trying to bash twitter spaces because i use it like i said i've been on it and i like it i'll get lost in one and i actually find a lot of information based on a lot of projects and while they're speaking i'll be on my phone and on my computer they'll mention a project i'll go look it up on my computer while they're speaking i'll take notes out and that's the thing a lot of people aren't doing that they just see a cool design for an nft see that it has two three thousand followers on the twitter account and they go to it and they don't really find it suspicious of where all these like it just started and it doesn't have that big of a following but yet half the stuff is already minted or gone Half the stuff is already bought and being resold. And and I understand certain projects doing that. But when it's something that just started that looks kind of gimmicky in the sense that it mimics another project that's already popular, you have to ask yourself, does it really relate to the original project? Is this doodle-looking project related to the original doodle NFTs? Is this ape-looking project related to the original board eight got club i've made this freaking mistake this is why i'm saying it and i say it the way i say it i was stupid and cocky thinking just because it was a low price i didn't understand how to tell the difference between a real certified nft from a real legitimate project that was popular and had money or value based on its popularity compared to the fakes because there's so many of them and people that really don't take the time, they're just rushing. They go in, they're like, I just got my wallet, I just got my Ethereum, I go in there, the first thing that they see that looks like something related to what they're really looking for, quick, it's $70, let's get it. Uh, the gas is $100, I heard it used to be $200, let us get it. Meanwhile, you spent this money and you're sitting there and you're waiting for it to go hit 100000 freaking Ethereum. And you find out in two days when you go look at it, it's not even in your wallet no more because the original owner of the project killed the thing and pulled all his shit. And then you're fucked. And then you're like, oh, and then you want to hit up freaking OpenSea and tell them that it's their fault. You want your Ethereum back or you want another NFT of the same value or you want this or that. And it's not their fault. So, yeah, they've done their best as far as fixing those mistakes and those things that happened in the beginning. But I honestly don't see how this is a fix. I get them doing this for a while to kind of turn off the the fakes and the people that come into the space and who are doing that quick flip and gassing up a project and then you know pulling the rug of it and rug pulling or whatever you would call it excuse me and them walking away with this large sum of money and profit and just getting away with it you know what i mean because it sucks but at the same time you have to ask yourself who's more at fault open c or me as the person buying it and not doing my homework because it's just like Bitmonkey Studios was saying in their, their last few streams, they've been talking about FOMO. And you don't want to miss out on certain things. And like you said, like I keep saying, it looks related to your original project. 
that you originally want, but just because it looks similar, you want to get it because you're really not thinking about supporting the person or the art behind it. You just want to have something to put up on your profile to flex and make it seem like you have the original. You just want the NFT code. So once you put it in, you connect your wallet to your profile, it turns into an octagon and you can say, yeah, I got an official one. But little does Sally and Billy know who have no clue of how the shit works. They're just looking and just, oh, yeah, let's give him a like and let's follow him. Meanwhile, you got a fake fucking NFT shit like you're missing the whole point like you don't care because whether it's fake or not you just want to have it to flex meanwhile that's messing up and disrupting the system in a fucked up way of nfts for the real artists who are trying to do something beneficial not only for themselves but for the market and that's what i really don't that's what pisses me off like i used to like i said before i used to do music and i pivoted to doing podcasting and now i'm trying to find a way to help but now like i said i've been jumping in these rooms and you can tell some of them are full of shit and like it's not hard before you faking the funk was 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 a lot difficult or a lot easier before because no one could really check it you could post up pictures that you have a car you have a that but there's really no way to show the proof now like people can ask for the proof of the nfts or if not they can just take 15 to 10 to 15 minutes go on their profile look at and check their wallets see if they've made enough transactions or enough movement and if they have enough skin in the game to give the advice that they're giving or to have a crowd or listeners of 200 people or more whatever the case may be like instead of you sitting there wasting your time listening to these people and getting gassed up and then as soon as they mention a project you're like, oh, i gotta get it because this person has 120 people in a room or 200 people in the room and they mention this project. Meanwhile, you go and those same hundred people in the room are the same hundred people only supporting it that you know. Then you go look at the accounts. All the accounts are temporary. They're not. You have to really. Yeah. Sorry, I'm trying to. I'm on and off. I see it popping here and I'm, I'm still learning how to do the whole read and everything. Once I get on a roll, I start talking. I, I know I need to like calm down and take a breath. But like I said, I've just been consuming all this information. And when I get all this information. And I know for a fact that I know what I'm talking about in the sense that I've done enough research. I get hyped up and I want to tell other people because I feel like if it's something that I know that either I'm upset about because I feel it's kind of iffy or fucked up. I know someone else has to think the same thing and maybe they don't they don't look at it like I do. Maybe I'm wrong. So that's why I go on live and I do this and I say what I say. And if anyone can correct me, correct me. Like I've been going in these rooms and looking. And I can see what people are looking for. I can see I've been looking at it from both sides, from a listener, a speaker, a person giving information, receiving information, a person just doing it, whether it's just for the attention. Like I've went into rooms looking just for the latest new NFT to see if I can get in something real quick before it started popping off. And I sat there and I started getting hyped. But then I was like, you know what? Before I go and buy this shit, let me actually go look at the main page. Let me look at the links. Let me look at the Twitter. Let me look at the Discord. Let me look at the... And then the thing that kills everybody and it was killing me was like, shit, I'm waiting here and this thing is only like $100. What if it's like a real deal, real project, the next thing, and then I miss it. And then the next hour it goes up another eight or 400 or it goes up another two ETH or it goes... And then you start stressing out, but then... You get caught in that FOMO shit. Like I said, like Bitmonkey Studios is mentioned on their live stream and they've been posting up a lot of stuff also about it too, which has had me thinking about it as well because I've been watching it and I'm trying to consume as much information to see how other people view it as well. And I see that a lot of us are into it, whether you're a collector, whether you're a content creator or an artist or whatever, we're all either trying to get in the space for our own projects and use this new tech, not, not new, but this new to us or new to to the creative space blockchain stuff usage that can actually help us do something beneficial 
we're all in and out of it because of shit like this. Today, open sea just randomly without warning starts changing shit. Meanwhile, they don't know how many people are have just because they got hyped up of like, yes, we have a place where we can put on art and we could do this and this and I have thousands of things and I'm going to put that in. You don't know what the fuck they did. They gave no warning. They didn't say anything as far as, oh, in the next week or so or by next month or by this time or they just did it overnight. I highly, I highly, highly doubt that they just made a decision like that overnight for no reason and it's something that they honestly feel is going to benefit them no different than people jumping in the project just because they get hyped up i feel like certain things are in play where it's putting pressure where it really doesn't need to be and instead of looking it for the greater good of the creative they're looking at it for the greater good of whoever's the highest investor in their pockets and that's literally what it's coming out to nfts went from being yo this is a cool thing to protect the integrity of an artist and their artwork and how they they can get the the respect the recognition and the credit that they deserve to now it turned into yo how can we make this shit into pokemon cards as fast as possible flip it and make money before there's another fucking recession or another big ass chunk of percentage of inflation and all it sucks and it's because the majority right now Instead of people actually working like a community and working together despite what project you support or not, people are just focused on one thing and they're doing it like we have to live and you have to drown type shit. It's like the, the ship is sinking somewhat, still trying to make it to its destination. And instead of people helping each other and helping dump the water out of the boat, everyone's like, fuck it. It's all every man for themselves. So being that I believe in this project because it was the first NFT I was ever given or the first one that I ever saw, the first one I was able to buy, I'm going to live and die by this shit. Meanwhile, the person who made it is already working on the fifth and sixth project and they're ready to fucking delete everything from the first one to clear their tracks and just run away with the goods and work on the next thing just to flip it not because they give a shit about the integrity of the art and that's what's starting to suck and the more and more i get into these rooms it's really fucking annoying like it's bugging me because that's all i'm seeing and noticing it's like when you get into conspiracy theories and at first you're like eh, and then you start noticing shit and you start connecting things and then little by little you start everything everything is a conspiracy theory birds are robots and like the fucking wind isn't real and where everything bugs you out because you fall deeper and deeper into this fucking rabbit hole of either information or, or misinformation or whatever and then it just becomes depressing because you look at it like damn i thought everything was good but really it's it's like shit like it's just don't just think it's good lie to yourself put your blinders on and just keep moving and say but i feel like the more that people do that and the more people keep lying to themselves and put the blinders on to not pay attention of what's going on with all these other projects because at first that's what i was trying to do i'm trying to learn more about the nft space and the projects and how it works and learn from other people's mistakes so that I could figure out how to put this and tie it to what I'm trying to do. Not to make money, but to make everyone else's life a little easier somehow. I don't have it figured out, but I have an idea and I have the puzzle pieces. I'm just trying to put them together. But at the same time as I'm trying to learn more about this one piece, I start uncovering all this information that makes me think like, yo, is this shit even going to last that long where people are going to, it's going to be around. And it's everyone always predicted, yes, it's going to have a high popularity, then it's going to crash back down and go back up. And But the thing is, is like, I feel like it's not even popularity. I feel like people's trust in this whole NFT system stuff is starting to crumble. Because one, people are getting fucking scammed out of this shit. People are getting hacked. A lot of it, like I keep saying, has to do with people not informing themselves or putting in 
those 20, 30, 40, like everyone keeps saying, Gary Vee and everything, like put in those hours of looking into it and learning more, learning exactly what the fuck you have to do and how it works. I get that. But then there's a lot of people that just get hyped over it in the popularity course and they're quick. They, the whole FOMO shit and all that. But then at the same time, I'm like, yo, I feel like in the beginning, OpenSea was looking out for everyone. But now it's like you can tell they're making mad money. And I'm like, yo, is it the money that's making people go from caring about this and really looking at something serious to then as soon as they get it, they're like, fuck it, I don't give a shit. I got what I wanted. Because little by little, it's like that's what's happening with all these fucking projects. Everyone seems... I, I, some of them, I really don't, I, I refuse to believe that people put so much passion in these arts and in the, these, these promotions and these spaces and all that. And then I don't know where they disappear and it's just because they want to make a quick buck or is it, you know? And then the other thing is like, I hear people that are just hiring other people on websites to make pieces, to make a project of a hundred because you could do it. You could do it. The same way that you can go and you can get someone to make these layers and layovers or whatever and sound effects and all this editing shit on, on uh, Fiverr and pay them a few bucks. You can find someone who's literally got a trunk full of unused drawings and art pieces that's waiting for someone to hit them up and be like, yo, $30 for a hundred this and just send it to me in digital form and give me. They'll do it. They'll do it. Then it's like, all right, I got this project. It's made by an artist. All I got to do is pay for the registration of making the account under a place like OpenSea. Put it up there. Hype it up. Pay a few bots. Like, there's a way to do it. But then it's like, shit. Like, if that's the case, all you need... It's like buying... It's like pay-to-play type shit on games where if you have the money to spend, you can literally just beat the game in a day. And then no one can touch you when you're online. Like, you unlocked everything because you paid fucking $200, like... Is that what the NFT space is going to be turning into? I don't know. I'm asking, you know, it just looks like that. It looks like this is like a big baller, deep pocket type of game. Now, that's what it's turning into because of the way that people are just jumping from one thing to another without really caring about it. They're just looking at it for the money. And I get it. And it's me. The thing that attracted me about NFTs is the technology behind it. And what it does, and I feel like I can utilize that with something else, not just artwork. And people are doing it. They're doing it with passes. They're doing it. From what I've seen, there's people that have tried uh, or have used it successfully in making contracts as far as owning uh, property. And things like that, as far as like real, like land, cars, houses, and shit. Like, and I, when I look at it like that, I have an idea of something. I'm like, yo, I didn't know how I can make my idea real. But when I look at the technology of what the blockchain is capable of i think that i have a chance but i just i'm not tech savvy like that to really fully understand the blockchain to know what it's capable of doing isn't capable of doing and how to do it myself so i put in the work i don't have the money to go pay somebody if not i look for a person that knew it a to z and i tell them like yo every day at once a week i'm gonna come here and pay you a hundred dollars and i'm gonna sit for an hour and you're gonna tell me from the beginning to the end until i say all right whatever i know enough I'll, I'll keep coming to you and you inform me on fucking nfts and how it works and show me step by step but i don't so i do what everybody else does i jump on google i jump on uh jump on youtube twitter whatever now i'm just in the learning phase and while i'm trying to learn i'm starting to realize like it's just like it gets kind of like i said depressing in the sense that shit like you hear people talking about starting a project and how they're a single mom and their kids are depending on it and 
they had everything set up and then OpenSea limits their project. Now they're like, oh, you know, I, I made it so each piece would be suction suction. I'd make this much and they have these predictions and I understand, but then something like that happens. It's not OpenSea's fault. You don't know what can happen. Anything can change. And then you have other people that go, oh my God, like I put in all this effort in supporting this project and all this money. And then not that long ago, they just ran away. Not only did I lose all my NFTs, I lost the money that was related to it. And now I feel stupid because I promoted this project and now it doesn't even exist or it's not around anymore. Like what? And it sucks. Like people just getting into this really fall in love with the communities and what they're supporting. And a lot of them are just like really they're just full of like all this fake stuff and like instead of you would think that places my whole point is you would think places sucks like OpenSea, who have made so much money and have such a popularity for the nft space at the moment you would think they would put more effort in stopping the scam spam bullshit compared to this limiting you get what i mean and maybe this is their way of going about it somehow like i mentioned but i just don't understand how or why that would be something beneficial now people are trying to look for a loophole as far as minting their projects on other sites and then uploading it to OpenSea. but then OpenSea is going to have a different contract that's going to limit this so like I don't even fully understand how th there's people claiming that they found a way to change it where they've had the five projects and they just add them along all alongside those each projects, but they have to be different. So you can't. So now if you want to mint or I don't even know if you can have more than 50 minted on OpenSea. I don't know if it's just limited per project or per person like that's the other shit it's so much going on right now but then the other thing in my head is that i'm wondering is like i mentioned the whole biden administration doing that that whole um what the fuck was it called they, they did an, uh, an order executive order on trying to basically track or better track and make the federal reserve and and anyone as far as the central bank bank aware that it's their job to find a way to monitor the risks and rewards when it comes to crypto and i understand that but i feel is this something that OpenSea is just doing to cover their ass because if that's the legal term for everyone else what if big companies like OpenSea have different legal things now that they have to look after tax wise that they just got hit with that we don't know about which is why they did it so quickly because look at what OpenSea did today and look at what they just announced compared to what the government wants to do or the federal reserve or whatever the feds want to do with bitcoin like it's too much of a coincidence you get what i'm saying and like i mentioned before the people who inform me about open sea making changes soon due to tax things i was told that about like a month or so ago but i thought it would happen a lot sooner but then this happened i'm like yo could that be what it's related to so i don't know so i wanted to get on here and talk about that and share my two cents and before I get out of here, I wanted to give some tips that I learned from being in the Twitter spaces of things that they uh, recommend you do to avoid getting stuck in a cash grab or a rug pulling project. So they gave a few tips and it's things that I was honestly doing myself just out of habit. But like I mentioned, whenever you see a project that's getting real big, you go to it, you click it. Don't just automatically start buying stuff. Go to it and actually look at the accounts related to it. All the so because the real I, maybe I don't want to say it like that because maybe there's someone who doesn't understand how to do it or something because I don't understand how to do a lot of things here. But maybe 
the person in, in if they take the account in the project serious they'll put links to their facebook their twitter the discord all of that stuff and if you really just take the time just take an hour or two or a couple days really to get in and start communicating with other people check out their stuff and what they have going on see if they're really about it see if they're really someone who knows what they're talking about or someone who's just in it to make a quick flip and they think it's a project that's going to be hot and in and out i feel like if you take the time to do that and check to see if the accounts have been active for longer than just a day or two or a month or whatever and see that they're actually consistent you can check to see what their background is of the amount of work and skin in the game that they have to actually back up what they're claiming like a lot of them have roadmaps and they have all these crazy ideas and it's cool it's cool to draw a roadmap and have all i have mad ideas too i'm gonna be a billionaire by tomorrow like i have all these ideas but the thing is is like does the person who's saying this stuff are they in the position or have the stuff necessary to actually cash that check that they're writing you get what i'm saying and a lot of people don't do that it's not that hard you know it's 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 hard to bullshit a bullshitter you get what i'm saying so it's like if you know for your, yourself that if you were able to lie and make up things or you can see and learn from other fake accounts and you can kind of spot the bullshit in it and it seems like it's the same. You kind of have to do your research. If you look at it like, oh, this looks a lot like this one. It's just cheaper. A lot of people just look at the price and say it's cheaper. And they avoid the fact that it looks exactly like an original project that you just can't afford. So just don't go for it. Why are you going to? One, it's, it doesn't mean it's going to go up at the same value as the other one. You're just putting yourself at risk because you don't even know if it's a real thing. You don't know what you're connecting your wallet to. You don't know what you're supporting or who's behind. Like, you don't know who's behind that curtain, you know? take the time to look at some of the breadcrumbs people purposely leave for you to look and check and see that yo i'm a legitimate person i've been doing this for years i'm new to the nft space or i've been in the nft space and i'm trying to make something from nothing but i have an idea of doing this long term there are people who strictly say they're just doing it for a short period of time and they're just taking this money and putting it to this project and this is how they plan on doing it blah 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 there's some who are upfront about it. There are others who aren't and they make it seem like they're going to give you this whole entire amazing thing in like the next year or two or whatever the case may be. And then after like their first week of opening and sales and minting and all that, they're not active on Discord no more. There's no more responses to any of the questions. It's just like they completely walk away from it and they don't care. That's what happens. People see the money, they get hyped up, quick success, they don't give a shit. It, it probably will happen with a real artist who's never had the success. Maybe they have something happen real quick and they just lose interest in it. Like, it happens. I get it. But at the same time, what I keep seeing that I'm scared of myself as a person who's looking to buy more NFTs, as well as a person who's looking to try and get into the business of NFTs as far as creating a project and using it. It's kind of just scary to see. You, you wouldn't like a lot of things seem like they're happening on purpose. But for all you know, maybe it's something technical that happens and they're not capable of doing anything no more. They messed up or they didn't fully understand certain processes of doing things the right way and now they're paying for it. Or I don't know none of these people personally, but when you go into these things and you go and you support them for a while and then you see that they kind of disappear or walk away, it kind of makes it like, shit, should I even bother looking into the next project? Am I even good at judging these projects or what i'm supporting and not supporting so yeah i wanted to get on that today uh we're on here for like 40 minutes 
I'm gonna hop off. I know live streams are longer, but mostly I'm still trying to get used to this. I'm gonna be hopping in and out of a lot of Twitter spaces. So if anybody uh, sees me on there, just say what up, add me. Um, I'll add you back. Um, and as far as everything that I mentioned in the first stream for the POAPs and everything, I'm still working on that. We have the design is that each POAP, I wanted to do something specific. So we have it set up a certain way. There's going to be uh, different, there's going to be things that distinguish each one from another and give each one a certain value. Um, being that I see the NFT space, the official like buying an NFT on the Ethereum blockchain and all that stuff like that, the Polygon and all that. Um, I feel like the best way to learn and to play with this whole NFT idea thing is with POAPs. So I'm gonna, I still don't fully, I understand the basics of POAPs and stuff, but I still am learning how the raffles work. I see that the actual website offers raffles and you just like submit your POAP and things like that and puzzles and like all this other shit. So I'm trying to learn more about them. The ones that I like, I want to learn about all the way. So, like, when I do a thing, it's not something that's messed up. Um, and, yeah, man, I, I just... I've just been planning a lot of stuff for this. And I'm trying to learn step by step. And the only reason right now I'm in the whole thing of talking about NFTs is because I'm learning about them. So, as I'm learning about things at like a new person would, I'm going to ask the questions no different than anybody else would. I'm going to take notes on it, get informed on it, and share it with you guys. And also share how I'm utilizing that with my idea of clocking out on what I'm trying to do moving forward. Um, I've also been through the spaces. Another thing while I'm doing the spaces, it wasn't just to get information and everything. But I've also been learning more about people and their new projects. And I've been adding them and trying to communicate with them and build a better relationship with them so they're comfortable enough to get on the podcast. A lot of them have not the excuse but they mention how they don't like talking that much they would rather just answer a few questions and send it and respond it um but you know i want to have people on here not only to share their projects share information their ups their downs the the do's the don'ts you know the little tips and tricks um that they learn the hard way i feel like you learn better from someone who actually went through it step by step um besides from a person who's just watching a video or reading a book and just giving you instructions and you know so i do have a list of certain people that i've been trying to reach out and build a better uh relationship with to get them comfortable enough to be on the podcast again if you guys anyone watching or if you share this or if you're watching this after it's uh, no longer live if you know anybody or yourself that has a product project brand service anything like that whether it's nft related or not doesn't matter um hit me up let me know just drop me a link to whatever it is i'll check it out um i have a super phone link um it's i haven't really been sharing it a lot but it's uh basically you share you click the link and you add yourself to my phone book and you add your name you don't have to put your name if you want you could put your tag name your stage name your company name whatever it is your phone number your email again you don't have to if you don't want to you only share the information you want to share and this information will one let me find you faster it'll have all your stuff in one thing instead of me jumping around going crazy so it'll have your name i click on it i'll look at what you're about i could click on your links um whatever link you're comfortable sharing with me at the moment i'll look at them i'll review whatever you have i'll hit you back with a message and we'll get on it also on that you can put stuff like your birthday if you want you don't have to um and what i'm planning to do with this it's called superphone it's uh made by a company that's made by ryan leslie this is how i first started getting into all this um you know content creating stuff before i met gary v and he came across i was 
really really um on ryan leslie's uh stuff he was all about disruptive stuff he had a company called disruptive uh disruptive multimedia which is the people who created the application called superphone they were the first ones to have that which is basically the same exact system that gary uses to text everybody and you know keep in touch with everybody um i learned about it and i've been using it ever since 2012 2013 and it's been up it, this isn't a promotion for it i'm just letting you guys know what i'm gonna use to better organize myself and better communicate with you guys on a personal level um i've used it the past two years for the podcast so i already have a bunch of people um on my contact list that I plan to reach out so the whole plan is anyone who's interested on in being on the show um, just hit me up I'll send you a link to the super phone for clocking out you'll put in your information and that way I'll hit you guys up and I'll have you on here and then also it'll have all your links that I can just either follow or add or check up on every once in a while and if you have an upcoming project I'll reach out to you and tell you yo you know if you need any help promoting it or you want to get on the podcast again to share what you're doing that's another thing. Um, but other than that, it also shows me who's actually showing up. You know what I mean? Because I'm going to use the same thing for the PO apps. And basically, it'll just be real quick. I'll be able to look at who's on, who isn't on. And it shows right in the phone book all your stuff. And we can, can contact you quicker to either do giveaways or to either have you on to share whatever you're doing. But yeah, so it's a work in project. Uh, la, 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 la. It's a work in progress grass look at me i'm getting all tongue twisted and shit because i've been on too long um but yeah i've been having all these ideas i've been writing it down i've been uh, taking notes on other people and their projects and how they work with others how they live stream how they share information um yeah just trying to get better at this and it's little by little this is the third stream i appreciate everybody for checking it out tuning in showing love following um trying to reach 20 followers so i'm gonna change this and then we'll get 20 followers here live on uh, on twitch and uh then maybe we'll work on youtube and all that i gotta figure out thank you very much for tuning in man um i everybody who tuned in thank you and um yeah let me get the fuck up out of here i'm talking too much i love y'all stay safe and uh don't forget to drink your water